We are learning Ayyayim Yayim with God's help. And we're on Chaf Kislev. That means page Hey. At the top of the page. This is already our third class on the Tanya. We spent considerable time talking about the idea. Sorry? Yeah, because that's what it's about. It's about Tanya. We spent considerable time talking about the fact that the Tanya was written twice. Madura Kama, a first draft, and then Madura Basra, a final draft. The Rebbe published in Tav Shin Mem Aleph, at the end of 1980, the Madura Kama of Tanya. 24 years ago, this year, the Rebbe published the first draft of the Tanya. Madura Kama of Tanya, the first draft of Tanya. And at the time, he spoke about it. And I'll tell you something very interesting. As I told you last week and the week before, the Alter Rebbe had requested that the Tanya be ready to be learned, to be printed on the yard side, as he called it. Yutas Kislev, which is the yard side of the Holy Magad of Mizrich. The Tanya was ready to be learned one day late, Chav Kislev. And when the Alter Rebbe heard of it, he, he said, he said three times in a very pained way there are many thoughts in the heart of man and what Hashem wants happens and of course the end of the story is that two years later he was released from prison on Yutas Kislev but he ended up spending three hours in the house of the Misnagid so that we now have two days Yomtev Yutas Kislev and Chav Kislev but the Altareb apparently felt that the postponement of the publishing of the Tanya by one day he would have to pay for it and he did so in Tav Shem the Rebbe gave an instruction to publish the Madura Kama of Tanya, the first draft of the Tanya. It was a monumental undertaking because it wasn't enough to print up the book. They had to print the book with Shinu Nuschais. The Rebbe has in his library maybe a dozen drafts of the first draft of Tanya with all kinds of variations. And when they printed it, they printed the text. And underneath the text, they print all the Shinu Nuschais, the different drafts, and also correlating the old Tanya to the new Tanya, the, the first draft of Tanya, second, it was a tremendous work, a very technical kind of work, and the Rebbe gave them a short amount of time to do it in, and the Rebbe, like the author Rebbe said, it has to be ready for Yitas Kislev, they gave it to the Rebbe two days early. And the Rebbe was so happy about it. I mean, I was a kid. I was not here. I was out of town. But I remember the story. The Rebbe was so excited. He spoke by Fabrengen. And the Rebbe said, they surprised even me, says the Rebbe. I have very high expectations. I'm very difficult to please. That's what the Rebbe said. And even I was shocked that the Tanya was ready, not only on time, two days in advance. And everybody understood that the Rebbe was correcting a 200-year-old error. That in Tav Kuf Nun Zayin, 1796, the Tanya was a day late, and now in Tafshin, Memal of 1980, 180 years later or so, the Rebbe gets the Tanya two days in advance. But now you can see both Tanyas are printed. You can see the, the Tanya that we study, you can see the Madura Kama, you can see the first draft of Tanya, and you can... You can, you can compare them and draw a distinction. The Rebbe spoke, Yemelt and the Fabrengen, several, 
commentaries in enlightening the difference between the two drafts of the Tanya. He gave certain rules about knowing how to distinguish between the two Tanyas and so on and so forth. But we spent a lot of time discussing the difference between the first draft and second test of Tanya. And then they get Satshuva. Again, I, I, I explained this to you very clearly. Tanya originally only had two sections. The Shara Yichad Ve'amuna, the treatise on Achtas, on the unity of God. And the Lakutay Amarim, which is a, a system of Avaita Hashem, how to serve God. We also know from certain indications that the Alter Rebbe had a difficulty deciding which of the two books would be first. Would he first put the Lakutay Amarim or would he first put the Shara Yichad Ve'amuna? He, of course, decided to put the Shara Yichad Ve'amuna second, but he left hints in the Shara Yichad Ve'amuna to the consideration of putting it first. Because in several places in the introduction to the Shara Yichad Ve'amuna, the Alter Rebbe writes of Kmoshi Yizbayin, as I will explain later, and he's referring to the Lakutay Amarim, which was written, which has already been published. One of these two sections about the Lakutay Amarim is a way of serving Hashem, and the Shara Yichad Ve'amuna is a treatise, is a discourse, is an essay on Achtos Hashem. And to be sure, the Hasidic way of serving Hashem emanates, it radiates from the philosophy of the unity of God. In other words, every idea descends from higher to lower. The practical worship of Hashem, the practical service of a Jew to Hashem reflects a theoretical understanding, a, a, a philosophical understanding of Alakus. Chassidus revolutionized the understanding of the unity between Hashem and creation, the unity in creation, the unity of God. And on that basis, Chassidus revolutionized how one serves Hashem, considering everything as godliness. So gives you the discourse on the unity. The Kutiyamarim translates, applies that discourse of unity to life, to practical Avodah. How would you serve Hashem? Based on the understanding of Achz Hashem, which is in section 1 of Tanya. So really, right, first comes the philosophy, then comes the lifestyle. First comes the idea, then comes the application. So, correctly, Shara Yichad Amunah should come before the Kutiyamarim. The Kutiyamarim simply takes the ideas of unity. And applies them to our lives. First, you get the theoretical discourse, and then you apply it. But the Alter Rebbe didn't do it that way. He left Sharia Zamuna for second, leaving the philosophy for second, because of course, whether you know the philosophy, you don't know the philosophy. If you do the philosophy, that's good. <laughs> Alternatively, if you don't do the philosophy, you know the, and you know it, what point is it? So though. Theoretically, the Shara Yichad Ve'amuna comes first. First there is the Achtos. Then there is the Avoida of Achtos. But the Avodah left it in a, in a practical order. First, how to apply Achtos, and then the theory, the concepts of Achtos. And afterwards, the Avodah wrote a Yigera Satshuva, a treatise on Tshuva. And again, I spoke about this as well. It, it seems to me, and it's just my opinion, but I, I, I've learned, I've taught to you Yigera Satshuva, I think three times over the last decade. Um, 
it seems to me rather plain that the Alter Rebbe wrote the Gerda Satshuva as a supplement to the Tanya. It's not a separate work. You cannot read a Gerda Satshuva without the Lukut Yamarim, the Tanya. It simply translates the instructions to the Benyani to the Balchuva. There are differences between the Balchuva and the Benyani. And as a result, the way they serve Hashem is different. The Benyani stands in the middle of the road. Balchuva has to take an extreme because he stepped off the road. And when you had to step back on, you have to go to the opposite side. So the Shara Yichad, the Gerda Satshuva, takes the basic design of Tanya Tzadik, Be'ini, Roshan, Nefshalakis, Nefshabahamis Nefshalakis is in the Mayak all the stuff that we're learning and says how you would translate all of those ideas to the Balchuva who is different than the than the Be'ini and the Yigaris Tachuva also has two drafts it was written in a first draft and in a second draft but the first draft of the Yigaris Tachuva was published during the Altarebbe's lifetime we need to say the Lukuti Amor and the Shari Yechid the first draft was never printed it was written and copied when the Alter Rebbe published the Tanya he rewrote it the Yigeres HaKechuvah the first draft of the Yigeres HaKechuvah was actually printed once and then the Alter Rebbe rewrote it and in later prints it was the later draft the Madura Basra the final draft of the Yigeres HaKechuvah appears in the published Tanyas but during the Alter Rebbe's lifetime the Tanya either had two sections or three sections after the Altarebbe passed away, the Altarebbe's sons got together and re-edited the Tanya and re-printed the Tanya. And they added uh, a lot more to the Tanya. It seems to me, whatever they were able to get their hands on in terms of writing to the Altarebbe, Hasidic writing, Kabbalistic writing, they put it into the Tanya. The Altarebbe did not write very much. It's interesting. Altarebbe wrote the Tanya. He wrote, of course, the Shulchan Aruch. He wrote Shuvahs. But in Hasidus, Altarebbe spoke. He didn't really write. There's a very little Hasidus which Altarebbe actually wrote himself. And the Altarebbe's sons added to the Tanya two more sections to bring it to a total of five. So if you don't mind taking a look on the page, it's the top of page Hey, You see what I'm reading? Um, I- I'll read the whole entry, although we spent so much time talking about it already. The printing of the Tanya. The Pamarishena the first time. Nigmarak was completed, Yem Gimel on Tuesday. Chav Kisle, the 20th of Kisle, Tokkov Menzai in 1796, Bislavita. The and it includes only two sections. Chelek Rishin, Sefer Shabbatim, the first section is the Tanya. And Chelek Sheni is the Ishari, Yechazamunu, with the introduction. Chanech Lanar is the introduction to Chinuch Katan, is the introduction to Shari Yechazamunu and Shari Yechazamunu. Egeir Satshuva, one of the Altarebbe adds the third section, the Egeir Satshuva, the treatise on Shuvah to the Tanya. Madura Kamen, it's just a little Shaina Zalkeve, Tov Kufnun Tess, two years after Altarebbe reprinted the Tanya, including the Egeir Satshuva. Madura Basra, Nitvah Salari Shaina Shklov, Tov Kuf Samachov. So the Egeir Satshuva, the letter on Shuvah, was published in both forms, the earlier form and the later form. Now, Egeir Satshuva, the Tanya that we have has five sections. It has 
the book of Bainanim, Harserv Hashem, the treatise on Achtas, the philosophy of Hasidus, the unity of God, the book of Tshuva, again it's like Tshuva, and then it has letters and notes that the Alter Rebbe kept for himself. These, the last two sections of Tanya were published with Amr Hashem, Shklov Tov Kuf Aindal, Shklov Aniyah Tov Kuf Aindal, that would be 1814. The Alter Rebbe passed away one year earlier. The Alter Rebbe passed away. Of Ayin Gimel, 1813, or the very end of 1812. After his passing, um, his sons added the Yeder Sakedish and the Kuntris Ach. Now, let me give you a word on this. There's a in Tanya, in the very beginning, there is a letter from the Alter Rebbe's sons, from the Middle Rebbe, and from Rebbe Chanavram, and from Rebbe Moshe, where they write about this adding to the Tanya, and what they write there is that they found, or they collected, the Alter Rebbe's writings, and again, the Alter Rebbe did not write that much, the Alter Rebbe spoke a lot more than he wrote, certainly Hasidus, and they published what was considered then Taichim. They didn't print every letter from the Yalta Rebbe. They printed those letters from the Rebbe that they felt have a content, have a value for everybody. Moreover, they would actually condense. The Yalta Rebbe's sons took their father's letters and took out the introductions, they took out the beginnings and the ends, they took out the technical aspects of the letter and left the tighter portion of the letter, the parts of those letters that we would benefit from by learning and being inspired by and incorporated that into the Yalta the Yerzakedish, the Yerzakedish, the letters deal with a lot of issues. But more than anything else, without a shadow of a doubt, it deals with Stalker. And specifically, Stalker, the support, the issue of the community of Chesidim that settled in Eretz Yisrael. And I've discussed it with you repeatedly, including recently. Now, the Rebbe was consumed with the idea of giving to Doc. The Rebbe felt stuck is the solution to all problems. The Rebbe felt that our Masiris Nefesh is stuck. Says he, we don't have the capacity to daven like our ancestors davened. We can't fast like they fasted. We cannot serve Hashem with the intensity. So we're left with Masiris Nefesh on the behavioral level alone, on the level of action. And Masiris Nefesh, the level of action, writes out the Rebbe is stuck. And he said the people who give stuck, it's a form of tshuva. It protects us more not good things. And the Alter Rebbe expected Chassidim to give Stokel literally to the point of Mesiris Nefesh. And I said this to you before, the Alter Rebbe practiced this personally. The Alter Rebbe's whole own personal life was a continuum of Mesiris Nefesh, specifically about Stokel. Now, the Rebbe got married, he wasn't even 15 years old. He was given a dowry of 10,000 rubles. By today's standards, it was a few million dollars, literally. And he gave every penny away to Stokel. One of the conditions of his shidduch, one of the conditions of his engagement to his talent, was that she and her father, the Al-Tarebbe Shred, would agree that the Al-Tarebbe's father will have to agree not to mix in. Al-Tarebbe's talent had to agree that they would take the entire dowry and give it away to Stokka. They didn't give it away outright. They gave it out as loans to help Yidin with Panos, which was a big thing. And I've told this to you before, it's interesting that the Alter Rebbe was practicing the ways of the Baal Shem Tev before he ever heard his name. The Baal Shem Tev introduced to Jewish leadership the idea that before you can deal with people's spirit, you have to deal with people's body. 
So the Alter Rebbe, Shemtiv's first endeavor was Hanasa, to give people livelihoods. People were living in big cities where there was no work. They were afraid to move back to the villages because of pogroms. And the Shemtiv taught them not to be afraid and to go back to the villages, go back to the fields and the forests and the mills and the fisheries and the and so on and have Panasa. And when they said we have no money, what said I have money. And he gave them loans which they were meant to repay. Well, the Altarebbe did the same thing. Seven years after his marriage, for whatever reasons, the Altarebbe needed that money, and there wasn't one dime left. This Kempiaste. So he and his Rebbe's, Altarebbe grew up comfortable. Altarebbe's father, Baruch, was not uh, a rich, 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 rich man, but he was also, he was an Ishamid, he was a man of Panosa. That Baruch used to support the Balshemtiv and the Balshemtiv's causes. Altarebbe grew up with enough. His wife grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth. Her father was a Yudha Leib Segel. He was a nugget. He was a Jewish spokesperson. He was the most wealthy Jew in all of White Russia. And the two of them traveled out into the world with nothing, nothing but the shirt on their backs. And the Lajna community hired him for three ruble a week, for 15 cents a week, you understand? And that's how the al lived. And the al had no regrets. al Rebbe's life was a life of Mesidus Nefesh. He practiced it and he preached it. He expected it from others. He expected people to, to, to especially love the not simply, but scholars and very, very deep people to appreciate that Avodya Hashem is Mesidus Nefesh and the manifestation of Mesidus Nefesh is stuck. And it's known that when the Altareb was a young man, he was 15 years old, he just got married. A group of younger life, like him, also great scholars who married wealthy, who were sitting and learning, came to the Altareb for tutelage. They wanted the Altareb to teach them how to learn and how to daven and serve Hashem. This is before the Altareb ever met them, is the Jermagid. And the Altareb agreed on a condition. What was the condition? That they take their entire dowry and do with their dowry what he had done with his dowry. Help Yidn with Panas. And if they didn't want to agree or they would negotiate 50-50 or 75-25, the Altarebbe said, I'm not learning with you. And the Altarebbe's life was a continuum of Mesiris Nefesh and specifically a Mesiris Nefesh for Tzadokim. And in the Yegeres HaKedesh you see this throughout. Probably half the letters or, or whatever it is, uh, a third of the letters, or two-fifths of the letters deal with Tzadokim and motivating and inspiring people to give Tzadokim. And in some instances the inspiration is borderline Mesiris Nefesh. He's expecting people who themselves didn't have enough to give almost the shirt off their back to give Tzadokim. And Al-Tarebbe underscores emphatically, repeatedly, how that is the keli for all the brachas of the Ebishter, Baruchni, Subagashmis, and so on. This is the, the recurring theme in the Yigeras HaTshuva. There's more to the Yigeras HaTshuva than Tzadokim. There are interpretations of concepts in Kabbalah and concepts in Chesidis, all kinds of very rich philosophical stuff in the Yigeras HaKedish. But predominantly it's a book on, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's the Al-Tarebbe's writings about Maith, as he calls it, actually, you know, stuff. The Kuntras Achren is a final section of the Tanya. It's a short section, relatively speaking, in which they found essays that the Altarebbe had written while he was writing.
writing the Tanya. When Al-Tarebbe was writing the Tanya, he wrote notes for himself. And amongst the notes that Al-Tarebbe wrote for himself, there were essays resolving questions and contradictions in the Kisri Harizal, Harizal's writings. And these are published as the final section of the Tanya. Some of those essays are very deep or difficult to read, because it was written in Al-Tarebbe's own pen. And the Al-Tarebbe's form, Al-Tarebbe's language was amazingly concise and precise. There's not an extra letter, an extra word. And as a result, when Al-Tarebbe is discussing essentially with himself concepts in Kabbalah, they're frequently found to be not sufficiently comprehensible, to put it mildly. And um, it's quite a labor, it's quite a struggle to um, to learn and understand the Kuntasach. And this is the Tanya that we have. The Tanya that we have has five sections. Kuti Amarim, Sharikat Vamuna, and Nigeris Hakeid, Tshuva. These three were published in the Altarebbe's lifetime. And we have also the Nigeris Hakeid, and the Kuntasach. But there's one more detail. And that is, look at the last few words. Mesukenis, a, a, a corrected, an updated, and modified version, shall call Dalakalak of all four or five sections, was published in Vilna Ram, the printing house of the Ram in Vilna, in Tafres Tamach in 1900, the Khazra, the Nitvis Lakam and since 1900, now it's 2005, the last 105 years, there are probably five or six thousand drafts of Tanya published, they're all facsimiles, they're all copies of the Vilna print. The Rebbe Rashab personally oversaw a, a retyping, retypesetting, and the uh, printing of the Tanya, where he invested himself a lot. He he edited the Tanya, made a lot of corrections, and he gave the job to the famous Chassid of Osher Nikolayev, as he's called, the Bashar Grossman from Nikolayev, who's the Sheikh of the Bedi of Sir who was given the duty of seeing to it that the Tanya should be published in the best possible way, the best paper, the best letters, with as many corrections as is was humanly possible. Still there are, there's a little chatik, and still there were things that didn't make it into the final print that needed to be put into an index of correct, uh, into a table of, of corrections. But in 1900, the Rebbe Rashab printed essentially the Tanya as we see it in our format. But there's a very interesting little detail that the Rebbe Rashab added. And that is that in Shara Yechad Mamuna, chapter 7, in chapter 7, the Alter Rebbe speaks critically about the Vilna Gon, about the Groh, about his uh, theology about Timtum. For the first hundred and three years, the second half of that chapter was not printed. Chassidim had it in manuscript, but the Rabbein did not want to publish it in the Tanya. They didn't want to make waves. They didn't want to exacerbate the Machlaikas. In 1900, the Rebbe Rashab felt after a hundred and some years since the Tanya, since the Machlaikas, it was time. And the Rebbe Rashab instructed and incorporated the second half, meaning Mikan, in the second half of chapter 7 of Shari Ha'ilmun into the Tanya, which is, which is what we have. It's printed in our Tanyas till this very day. And that's basically the story of the Tanya. That's the story of the Tanya. The Fidik Rebbe said that his father told him that the Tanya is compared to the Chumash. The Chumash has five books, so does the Tanya. The Chumash can be read by school children, and the Chumash can be read by the greatest geniuses. Everybody can understand it, nobody can master it. The same is true of the Tanya. And many other similarities where you see uh, common points between the Tanya and the Chumash. There's an interesting little story where the Rebbe did some 
Tzemach Tzedek decided to print the Tanya with Nekudis, with vowels, which would be very helpful for children and for people who do chitas and for people who want to do Tanya by heart. And he was thinking about printing the Tanya with vowels, and he didn't know whether we should or not. And then one night he had a dream. I'm sorry, in his dream he saw a Medrish, a shul, and the minya was davening, and they were holding by Kriya Satera. They took out the Sefatera, and the Sefatera had Nekudis. Sefatera had vowels. And the people looked around, they saw the Tzemach Tzedek, and they called him over to the Sefatera, they said, is kosher or not kosher? Could we read from such a Sefatera or not? Tzemach Tzedek thought about it for a long time. And B'diyavid, after the fact, he allowed them to preach the Sefatera, but after the Sefatera, she nagdua psula. A Sefatera is not allowed to have Nekudis. The next day, the al came into shul. The al says, No. Say, potato shouldn't do a shade of psul. The al says, Right away. I say, potato with the kudus is kosher or not kosher? So the al understood that the message was that the tanya has to be without the kudus. The tanya is terish of The written tanya of terish of And tanya is nisht minukat. It doesn't have the uh, kudus. It doesn't have vowels. Now, let us go on to the next entry. Okay, I'm reading the next shtigala. Sorry? It's not a controversy. It's, it's a story that the Rebbe wrote a letter. Where he said that he's planning to publish a Tanya. Where the Tanya will be in the center. And around the Tanya there will be sources. Madam Kremis. Brief interpretation, commentary, a, a, a brief uh, translation, a, a reading commentary, a flowing commentary, and all kinds of thoughts and notes from the Rabbeim on the Tanya. The Rebbe did it himself. We now have the Rebbe's Rishimis. We see how the Rebbe started to prepare such a Tanya. And the story goes, rumor has it, although I never met Mr. Rumor, but rumor has a lot of stuff to say, that the Altar of Hasidim suggested to the Rebbe that if the Rebbe would do that, he would take away the art of Mashpia, of a Kabbal relationship and learning Tanya. So the Rebbe didn't do it. But the Rebbe did a couple of other things. We have Rabbi Weinberg's Tanya, the Gesundheit, which is which is edited by the Rebbe every page, every line, which is a which is a flowing, which is a uh, continuous readable commentary on Tanya, lessons in Tanya. And you also have Chitrik's Tanya, Ara He made the other part of that project where he compiled from all the Rabbeim on each chapter of Tanya all the commentaries and brought them into one place. It's a it's a it's a mamish, it's a, it's a very good work. And now we have also the Rishimas. The Rebbe's Rishimas were published on most of the Tanya where you can see the Rebbe's notes. And what you see about those notes is that he was they were unfinished. He made himself notes and he intended to go back to them and to complete them and to put in a lot of sources and to and to publish it. But the Rebbe didn't finish it. He started it. I suspect that he started it in Europe still, like I spoke on Friday. And he never finished it. And when the, when the, uh, this is what the story is, when the Chesidim suggested to the Rebbe that maybe he shouldn't publish such a Tanya, so the Rebbe abandoned the plan. But he, the way people understand it is he, he did what he wanted to using different formats, other formats. 